1: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC.
2: Before we start today's episode, we just wanted to mention one quick point. Uh, there's a mention of Chadwick Bozeman in today's episode, and we do not acknowledge his passing as the recording took place prior to that event happening. So we just wanted to take a moment to acknowledge his great work over the years, what big fans we are of his, and his charitable life. So thank you, Chadwick, for all the great movies, and for being you.
0: Recorded in Chicago, Illinois, with your hosts, Ken, Matt, Neil, and Jeff, this is Triviality. The cream
1: of the crop!
2: Hello, welcome to Triviality. The game where I immediately have a question for Neil really quick. Okay. (laughs) All right. How do you say Y-E-S? Yes. All right. How do you say E-Y-E-S? E-S? No. One one more time. (laughs) E-Y-E-S? Yeah. Okay. How do you say it? Uh, E-Y-E-S. Write it down. This was on TikTok and I've already forgotten
3: it. Oh eyes, yeah. <laughs> All
2: right. So you hear uh Neil's here with me. I'm Ken. Uh, we have Jeff across from me and Matt over Skype. Boys.
4: This is a, a very intelligent show, apparently. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I
2: just wanted to I'll I'll admit I was I was uh bamboozled by that one too. So well, I saw it's it,
5: not just you. I saw it on I TikTok never i never like, caught that one off guard. I've always uh, had that one. Did but you? Yeah. I always, I just feel like when people ask those kinds of questions, you can hear in their voice when it's a trick.
3: I knew it was a trick. I just, I saw it on TikTok and I was like, what's the answer? What's the answer? And then I just, I, I fluttered and I couldn't do it. Yeah. Well,
4: that's You're okay. going to date date this podcast when you talk about this TikTok that doesn't exist anymore yeah, in I'm the on in near now.
3: Yeah, right. Yeah.
2: All right. Well, we'll we're uh, really excited today. We have a couple guests uh, coming to us over Skype. First of all, our uh, previous office champion, I believe, Eric Ead from Buffalo. How you doing?
6: I'm doing great. Um, Hopefully don't make a fool of myself, um, you know, riding high off my office uh, win there.
2: Nonsense. Uh, We're going to team up today and uh, I'm looking forward to that. But uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and I think you're here to uh, pitch a show as well.
6: Yeah, um, I'm from Buffalo, New York. Uh, I work as a nurse. Uh, I have a wife, a couple of kids, a couple of dogs, um, living the life, you know, delaying mowing the lawn today. Yeah, there you go. Um, but I mean, I'm here with uh, Josh and we're uh, promoting our podcast, uh, Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast.
2: All right, great. It's a great show. And uh, that brings us right to Josh. Josh Bomback, he's from Minnesota and he's going to be supplying the questions today.
0: I am, yeah. I'm excited about that. I just want to you know, put a caveat out there that uh, obviously I've written a lot of sports trivia, mm. getting into a little more uh, general trivia. We'll see how it goes. I, d- I think it shouldn't be too bad for you guys. My guess is I didn't write too difficult of questions, but we'll see. So. Playing with him, I've
6: noticed that um, our pop culture doesn't seem to line up, so I'm a little nervous about this today.
2: <laughs> I see. Well, uh, I've got your back, uh, Eric, and uh, hopefully we can come through with a victory today. But Josh, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself or the Benchwarmers show?
0: Yeah, well, uh, um, I'm from St. Paul, Minnesota. I live with my wife-to-be in just under three weeks, and uh, her son... Um, We've been basically, you know, hunkered down in our apartment for the last, I don't know how many ever months it's been now, yeah. you know, once again, dating the show with, with all the COVID, but that's quite a few episodes. Yeah. Um, aside from, I'll get to the bench warmers in a minute, but uh, my day job's not very interesting, uh, but another uh, hobby thing that I'm working on with a, another friend is... Uh, working on some tabletop game design we're called jab games j a b uh, we don't have much out at the moment but hopefully soon there'll be some games out that people can purchase very cool um yeah bench warmers we got seven of us uh you know i know we call ourselves bench warmers some of us truly are um <laughs> not necessarily by you know high school sports or anything like that but by our uh, trivia abilities and we certainly have a few, uh, like Eric and Dan Lundberg, who uh, certainly are not benchwarmers when it comes to trivia, but, uh, you know, they play along. All right,
2: sounds good. Well, let's jump on into the game, uh, but first got to do our team names. Uh, I see behind Eric he's got a Avalanche jersey. So uh, I said something about uh, maybe Patrick Wah, and then Jeff said Waugh's the great and powerful, so I thought that was pretty good. I like that title. Uh, And I do want to say for the
3: record, uh, congratulations, Josh. And uh, knowing us, we'll surely give you something old, something new, and depending on the jokes today, something blue. So uh, (laughs) hopefully that works for you. But uh, Jeff, you came up with our name today uh, based on Matt's background on Skype.
5: Matt has been inspiring me lately. Um, For those of you interested in the saga of the traveling Matt, um, Matt is now moving to Hollywood. So um, (laughs) I was inspired by that. And also he's got the most amazing and ridiculous Tiger King background right now that he's rocking on Skype. And uh, so one of my favorite AFL teams, the Richmond Tigers. Uh, now that he's moving to Hollywood, I figured we could be the Rich Matt Tigers. So,
2: <laughs> I like it. Yeah, and uh, Matt will be supplying the color commentary today, much like uh, Eddie Olchek. So you're today's mm-hmm. Eddie Olchek. But now let's toss it over to... A special presentation of the rules. De regels van het
6: spel zijn simpel. 20 vragen verdeeld over twee rondes, waarbij elke vraag 10 punten waard is. Halverwege is er een speciale swingronde,
2: ontworpen door de host van deze week. Na deze rondes beginnen de spelers aan de finale, met de punten die ze hebben verdiend. En hebben ze de mogelijkheid om 0 tot 30 punten in te zetten op 5 gecategoriseerde vragen. And at the end of the spell, iemand
1: someone called the cream of the crop. The cream
2: of the crop! That
3: was incredible. (laughs) The greatest rules reading of all time. And I'm going to
2: soil myself in cow's milk and run until the lights go out. Wow, Dutch Boy really liked that reading for some reason. Very exciting. (laughs) That's a little different.
3: Yeah, thank you, uh, Willem van Vandeloo, for... uh, for that, that rules reading, it was completely in Dutch, except for cream of the crop, which I don't know if Macho Man translates that well into Dutch. But. I don't think so.
2: But um, I, I admit, if you felt insane for the first like three seconds of that, <laughs> I did too when I first heard it. So don't worry, you're okay. But uh, let's go <laughs> ahead and toss it to Josh
0: to start the game. All right. Well, thanks for that. We're going to start with round one, question one. The category is sports, sports, sports. Everybody knows that the Chicago Bulls had two three-peats in the 90s. But what team had the most recent three-peat, winning NBA championships from 2000 to 2002? I believe that's
3: correct. Okay, we're going to lock in over here.
2: All right, the guys in the studio are locked in. So, uh, not uh, great with basketball here.
6: I'm 95% sure that's the Lakers. Okay. i wanna pretty sure with Shaq.
2: I'm, uh, um, I'm I'm confident in in your answer. So,
6: unless I'm unless I'm spacing on something, and Josh is going to trip me up and make me look like a fool with the first sports question, you know what I should be getting right easily. Um, <laughs> but you know, all right, I think well, I think we're good. Locking in with the uh, the Lakers. All right,
2: let's go for it.
3: That's totally right. I I was so excited, but I was thinking of 99. 2000 yeah yeah for the spurs yeah we we locked in with the spurs but that was right after the bulls had won their six pete and uh not 2000-2002 but we locked in with the spurs
0: well the correct answer is the los angeles lakers
4: oh, my home team <laughs>
0: <laughs> Matt, get out of here
4: <laughs> it's bulls betrayal Go lakers
3: matt's favorite coach of all time was just fired right jim boylan
4: Oh, Jim Boy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I was up I was up last night lamenting it till two AM drinking, and that's why I'm hungover. That's the reason.
0: I'll stay.
2: Matt, you traitorous <laughs> swine. Let's go to question
0: two. All right. Question two. Speaking of the Lakers, before moving to LA in 1960, their home was in Minneapolis, Minnesota, thus the name Lakers. What 1988 fashion craze was started in a Minneapolis suburb gym and was popularized by the professional wrestling tag team, the Road Warriors?
4: I can't believe I'm not playing this game. I'm so upset. Right
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're the one who suggested that you be the
4: uh, commentary, so I'll just, I'll just keep scoring myself. I'm crushing it.
3: <laughs> I was the Road Warriors for Halloween one year, but it's not helping mm-hmm. me out. So you
4: know,
2: you know exactly what they wear, basically
3: yeah i'm just trying to think of how that how that translates into words yeah i i know what they look like i know what they're wearing i just don't know what a fashion it's like mel gibson (laughs) fashion (laughs) crazy. and why would start in a gym
4: what Um, did mel gibson wear yeah
3: uh uh okay we're gonna we're gonna lock in i guess Eric, it seemed
2: like you had a pretty good so,
3: idea.
6: Well, I mean I did, but then I didn't. Um originally I thought, you know, Road Warriors I would have said um like a mohawk. And then the next thing would have been shoulder pads. Um
2: I think Mohawks came in earlier, especially in the yeah. punk scene. I kinda like the I like the shoulder pads actually.
6: Why would that have started in a gym?
2: Uh squat rack? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good
6: with it. The squat
2: rack. <laughs> I mean this is so Disclosure,
5: <laughs> Ken and I do often have like a bar pad for doing squats because like putting all that pressure on your shoulders and neck can be bad for you. I just picture
4: those ladies with the blazers with shoulder
2: pads
6: doing squats. That's well, what that's what, what we're man. Yeah. yeah.
2: That's the early 90s. So Yeah. I, I think that's good.
6: All right. Shoulder shout pads. Out to, shout out to Brigitte Nielsen. Yeah, right.
3: Um, yeah, we wrote down face paint, shoulder pads, haircut, uh, slash mohawk. And uh, I thought maybe this was a way into uh, sort of designing women, like women wearing shoulder pads. So we put shoulder pads.
0: Well, unfortunately, no points will be awarded for this question. You guys are thinking too high on the body. This is the pants. They are Zubas. Oh,
2: ah, the old Zubas. So you're
0: telling me you knew
3: exactly these what these boys. guys
2: were wearing and Zubas didn't occur to you?
3: No, I, I literally was not even looking below their pants like I normally do.
0: I, just... <laughs> I mean, if you would have looked at Matt's background with the tiger mm, motif, true. Zubas pretty much had that kind of look to him. So, true. all right, well, let's move on to question three. Hopefully this one goes a little better. Speaking of the Road Warriors, the Road Warriors were also known as the Legion of Doom. The group of supervillains also known as the Legion of Doom were on what Saturday morning cartoon
3: Jeff wrote down something I think is correct. Uh, we just altered it a little bit, but I think we're we're happy with that. So we're gonna lock in.
2: Okay. So um, Saturday morning cartoons. I'm thinking maybe was Spider Man, one of those. Maybe uh, Transformers or something like that.
5: Recess.
6: Recess. My my, my first my first uh, gut was uh, Super Friends. Super Friends. That's
2: I, I never watched that one, but uh, if you feel good on it, I'm I'm. Happy to go with it.
6: For some reason, when something pops in my head first, I, I tend to go with it and can't move off of it. You know, that's usually so. the
2: way to go, to be honest. Though, though yeah. according to our records, it hasn't worked for me very well. <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm good with Super Friends. All right. Let's go with it. Jeff and I recall Saturday mornings together
3: uh, watching this character come out of the water in short shorts with his uh, chest hair glistening in the sun and his large mustache and Detroit Tigers hat. Uh, Magnum P.I., which isn't the answer. We just love to watch in the mornings together. (laughs) But, Jeff, uh, what did we put? Yeah,
5: uh, we also think that this is the Justice League-based show, Super Friends.
0: And the correct answer is Super Friends. Uh, More accurately, this was actually on the challenge of the Super Friends where they uh, appeared, but I will accept Super Friends as the answer. You you are a Super Friend for doing that. (laughs) Well, thank you. All right. Question four. Speaking of the Legion of Doom, the Legion of Doom was also a forward line for the Philadelphia Flyers in the mid-90s. Which Continental Congress passed the Declaration of Independence in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania?
3: We can lock in. All right. Neil, <laughs> <laughs> so, really, you didn't have an opinion on that one? I, I had no idea what those words meant, so I just... Yeah, yeah that, that one, that right. one really I'm took
4: out. a turn right at the end there. Yeah, that one wasn't
5: yeah. the National yeah. Treasure, um, So
4: Neil doesn't know. <laughs> They're like Eric Lindros. Oh, never mind.
0: So, I mean with these you've noticed I'm yes. I'm taking a sports non-sequitur and then turning them to Take, other taking questions. A of, right. course, yes. of course. Yes. So, uh Matt from uh, Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast will really appreciate these questions cuz he wanted to do non-sequitur questions. So, Yeah. Shout out to to Matt from our podcast.
2: All right. Well, um in terms of named Continental Congresses, I can only think of the First Continental Congress, which is called the First Continental Congress, I believe.
6: Yeah. Um, I'm drawing zero on that, so if that's what you got, I, I'm happy with it. Yeah,
2: that's what I think it was called, the First Continental Congress. Um, weirdly, I think this is the Second Continental <laughs> Congress.
0: <laughs> and the correct answer is the second mm. Continental Congress. Good job, Jeff.
2: What'd they do mm. the first time? The Articles of the Confederacy? Well, that, that's the thing is like, I couldn't remember, but I knew the <laughs> second one was important. Son- yeah.
4: <laughs> I think the first one was just the origin story and they didn't really pick anything yeah. until the second.
2: They just got bit up. by American spiders or bald eagles <laughs> yeah. or something like that. Well, Radioactive bald do it all over, over again with Andrew Garfield <laughs> yeah. yeah, in a couple of years.
4: eagles.
0: All right, moving on to question five. Matt liked that one. (laughs) Matt's still laughing about the Bald Eagle. All right, question five. Speaking of Pennsylvania, in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, the Pirates and the Steelers played their home games at Three Rivers Stadium from 1970 to 2000. The confluence of which two rivers in Pittsburgh formed the Ohio River, thus giving the name to the stadium.
3: Is, is, uh, I don't want to say it out loud though, but one of them, I, I'm just thinking of rivers, but I think that's in New York anyway. Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to say R- it. the Hudson. Rivers Phoenix. East. No, I'm thinking of the one that, uh, that <laughs> rhymes rivers. with double whammy, which I don't even think it rhymes completely with double whammy, but I don't know. Uh, anyway. <laughs> I've uh, got two rivers. You <laughs> tell me what you think. I'm oh, good. I'm going to with that. Okay. <laughs>
6: <laughs> I was actually, you know, uh, shout out to my fourth grade self, um, or is it sixth grade, uh, in the geography B, um, back when i was you know young um so i know it's the allegheny river and the other one is it's got a long complicated name um it's it's monongalia river m-o-n-o-n-g-h-e-l-a river
1: okay
6: thanks to my thanks to my uh Iodetic memory josh all right. knows all about that all right let's lock all in right. with
2: those two things and based on other <laughs> improper uh, pronunciations on this show uh, In the past, hopefully we can get some points for that
3: Yeah, Jeff wrote down two Answers, uh, one of them I was Trying to rhyme with by saying double whammy Which I realize now does not rhyme with Allegheny But no, that's what I, I was
5: thinking of The Allegheny is the one I'm certain of um, The other one that we guessed Which I know is in Ohio Is the Cuyahoga But I believe that the other team is correct Because the Monongahela River Sounds right
0: so the correct oh, the correct answer is now you didn't quite spell it correctly you missed a letter Eric um, it is the Allegheny River and the Monongahela River but I will give you points you almost spelled it correctly and you almost pronounced it correctly right? <laughs> almost I was close I all mean, right you you have the two uh, the two rivers that so. was
2: all Eric Eric's kind of carrying my team right now so.
4: Yeah, so after five, uh, Neil and Jeff, the Rich Matt Tigers have 20, and Ken and Eric, the Roy boys, of 30. Yeah, and shout
3: out to Taylor Cook, who just moved his medical practice uh, to Pittsburgh. So if you need some dental work, uh, look up Taylor Cook. i
2: <laughs> will fix that grill right up for you.
3: <laughs> yeah, I, we all have uh, gold grills right now uh, in the studio. You can't <laughs> see them because we have masks on, but uh,
2: good work, Taylor. Secretly upgraded to platinum when you weren't paying attention.
4: The official dentist of triviality.
2: I like to think that Taylor Cook is like uh, Adam Sandler and Uncut Gems on the side, <laughs> selling grills, custom grills. He's like
3: betting on on sports that, that don't deserve any sort of betting. He's like, look, I got 20 grand on this bocce competition. <laughs>
0: Man, the marble Racing this has eaten me out win. of house and home this year. Yeah, there you go. Question six in Speaking of Rivers... Philip Rivers played most of his NFL career in San Diego for the Chargers. In 2016, astronomers from NASA's Goddard Space Flight Center and San Diego State University used the Kepler Space Telescope to identify a new planet, Kepler-1647, a Tatooine planet. How does its solar system different differ from ours?
3: We can lock in. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> All
2: right, well. Uh, Tatooine I believe had Two suns Which is from Star Wars um, yeah. <laughs> But that happens in uh, Real life too And I think I do kind of remember This story in the news So I think we want to say it's A two sun solar system I like it And we will
5: also lock in with a binary Star system
2: Oh you just said it more, <laughs> more nicely <laughs>
0: Well, I went with the more layman term of "it has two sons" for the correct answer. So, you are both correct.
2: Can
3: you have some Tatooines, right?
2: I have. I have a couple Tatooines. <laughs> I'm wearing my. I'm wearing my uh, my muscle shirt today, so you can see my Tatooines. Yeah, and is that on, a long sleeve shirt that you cut all the sleeves off of?
3: Yeah. And I wish you put it on, was too small. I wish you'd put on some pants, so I wouldn't have to see your two sons. But, mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry about that. My my red dwarfs. <laughs> Yeah, the, my my blue uh, giants. You're definitely a gassy planet knowing how it smells in the studio.
0: I am pretty <laughs> sure it was a white dwarf. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Whew. All right. Question seven. Speaking of sons, Prince Harry, the Duke of Sussex and founder of the Invictus Games, and his wife, Megan, the Duchess of Sussex, gave birth to their son, Archie, in 2019. Where is Archie in the line of succession to the British throne? We're good. Yeah. I'll th- just write it all out, but we're good.
2: I think am yeah, I think we're good. <laughs> he's gotta be far. Yeah, he's pretty far. It goes to Charles and then to, to William. William. Then to his kids.
6: And he's got two boys. Does the girl count? I think so. Okay, so then so of all three of theirs, so then that would be that's one, two, that's five total.
2: Mm-hmm. And, then Harry, and then
6: Harry which would be 6 and then his Archie, son which would be seven. 7
2: That sounds good to me. That would be a, cat- a catastrophe.
6: I was just gonna, <laughs> that's going to be tragic if that ever happens.
2: All right, so we're going to say uh 7. 7th. Okay, they're going with 7.
3: And um, I, I agree with Jeff. He wrote down a long list. Uh, I'm curious about this question too because I know they're kind of taken away from the family. Cause well, they they're
5: they're removing themselves. They're removing themselves. Yeah. And I remember I wrote a trivia question where the answer had nothing to do with this, but um, it was basically like who would be who would take Harry's place when they leave the royal family, presuming they're no longer allowed to secede. Right. And I so I was pretty sure that it goes Charles and then William williams three kids because before the first one was born they changed the law just in case it was a girl so charlotte does count in the line of succession and then would go harry and number seven would be archie so
0: and the correct answer is seventh and from everything i saw even though they have officially stepped away from their duties from the royal family it does not remove harry or archie from the line of succession yeah all right question eight speaking of the duke John Wayne, the Duke, was an offensive tackle for what West Coast University's football team before starting his storied movie career?
6: I got it, I'm, I'm, I got it, I got okay. it, we can, we can, we're locked we in, we can
0: lock it, yeah.
3: I feel like I've read this before and I'm, I could be thinking too simple, but uh, USC or UCLA obviously are the big ones um he said west coast though maybe it's not but i mean they're both west coast yeah i just i just know usc is very ingrained in uh hollywood history a lot of people go to usc to get uh get handouts in the in the business and uh nepotism and whatnot which we won't get into but um and also technically art degrees and art degrees right and sometimes their running backs uh, get sued in civil cases but um but usc (laughs) i think (laughs) <laughs> I think he went there. I, I could be wrong, but that's my guess.
6: All right. Um, I'm pretty sure he was actually picked for the in the NFL draft, too, but uh, I'm, I'm almost positive he went to USC.
0: Well, the correct answer is University of Southern California. Cool. Uh, I do not believe he was drafted because he only made it through his first couple of years and got a, a pretty bad knee injury, and thus he stopped playing football and went into acting.
2: Uh, yeah, true gritty would have played through, but... <laughs>
3: Yeah, but he took the easy stagecoach out. Mm,
0: (laughs) All right, question nine. Speaking of offensive tackles, Michael Orr is a former NFL offensive tackle whose high school life was depicted in the movie The Blind Side. What American singer and actor portrayed Sean Toohey, Michael's adoptive father, in the movie?
2: We're good. Mm.
0: We're good, we're good.
2: Oh, really? That's good. Go ahead,
0: uh, Eric. (laughs) I'm pretty sure that was uh, Tim McGraw.
3: Yeah, the man whose hats are as leathery as his skin, Tim McGraw.
0: (laughs) Both teams will be getting points. The correct answer is Tim McGraw.
3: Not as good as his performance in uh, Friday Night Lights, though. I didn't know that he was an actor. Sometimes he he like Friday Night Lights was like his big breakout. He, he played like a abusive father, uh, drunk father, and then uh, he kind of got a few roles after that. Okay,
0: yeah. And you guys are killing my next question. Oh, sorry. <laughs> well, just pretend we didn't say it. <laughs> That's all right. Uh question ten. Speaking of Tim McGraw, The Blind Side was not the first sports movie that Tim McGraw starred in. He portrayed the overbearing father of a running back in the Texas high school football drama Friday Night Lights. The movie was based on the book Friday Night Lights, A Town, A Team, and A Dream by what American journalist and author?
3: I've heard this this person on interviews so many times, mm. and I, I can't think of his name. Do you know this one at all, Jeff? I I, I know he's written a bunch of books. I don't know. All right. Um, we have a guess. We, we think it's really close. Um we're not sure if it's completely correct, but we're gonna
6: log in.
2: All right. So do you have any any other information about this person? Like other books that he might have written or
6: I have um uh I'm terrible with literature. So I know like six authors. Okay. Um most of them are John Steinbeck. Okay. So if outside of John Steinbeck, um and then who's the one that wrote that uh that book, Precious? Uh oh, um, those are like <laughs> those are like the only The only authors I know, so this is lost on me. All
2: right, so uh, we're going to say Friday Night Lights uh, based on the novel Push by (laughs) Sapphire. Now, let's say say John Green, he's an author, but I doubt that he wrote a football book.
5: Well, maybe one day he'll write a football book, like Liverpool FC, but...
2: Mm.
3: Uh, So you're going with uh, John Green Um, We we knew this author Had written a couple other books that we're familiar with And we couldn't exactly get his name right But we think we got it right I think his first name is Charles And I think uh, his last name I think is Dickens So that's what we went with
0: (laughs) Uh, No points surprisingly will be awarded To this question The correct answer is H.G. Buzz Bissinger I was way off Way off. is not what
5: right. I say.
3: HG Wells. I'm like, what? <laughs>
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs> the
4: war of the yards? I don't know. Yeah. Sure. Close enough. War of inches, right?
5: Yeah.
4: yeah. <laughs> All right. And I guess we can get a first round recap now. Uh, the Rich Man Tigers, uh, Neil and Jeff, have 60 points. Uh, slightly edging them out is Waz the Great and Powerful, Ken and Eric, with 70 points. Nice. So, really good end to that round. You guys knocked a bunch out in a row
3: Matt before we go to the uh swing round uh is there anywhere you'd like people to check us out on social media or or perhaps uh throw you some questions
4: no I don't think that any place would be good for that you don't want to check it out how about
3: the crop though yeah the crop uh you'll see Eric and Josh in there uh a few times a week and uh we love talking to you all over there and uh getting some updates some quizzes um I think Kylie Diggs uh put some quizzes up there sometimes which is great and uh some other people as well but uh we love seeing you over there, and Matt is asking for questions each month for a new crop drop uh, second uh, Patreon uh, bonus. Yeah, we right,
4: got Matt? a lot of them, and we're going to be recording that very shortly. So I can't wait to start as- answering whatever
0: you guys asked. I love it. Cool. So moving on to our <laughs> halftime swing round. The swing round is in sports movies starring Oscar-winning actors. I will give you the year of the movie, the year the movie was released, and two Oscar-winning actors who were in the movie. Uh, You simply need to tell me the title of the movies. Note, none of these actors won an Oscar for their performance in these movies. Okay, all right. So, number one, 1961, Paul Newman and George C. Scott. Number two, 1976, Walter Matthau and Tatum O'Neill. Number three, 1988, Susan Sarandon, and Tim Robbins. 1990, Robert Duvall and Nicole Kidman. 1992, sorry, number five, 1992, Tom Hanks and Gina Davis. Number six, 1999, Al Pacino and Jamie Foxx. Number seven, 2001, John Voight and Jamie Foxx. Number eight, 2003, Jeff Bridges and Chris Cooper. Number nine, 2005, Russell Crowe and Renee Zellweger. Lastly, number 10, in 2011, Brad Pitt and Philip Seymour Hoffman.
3: We will be right back with our answers.
1: So turn to the nerds to answer your real world money questions and get insights that can help you make the smartest financial decisions for your life. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.
2: All the answers are now locked in. So let's see how we did.
0: All right. So for number one, 1961, Paul Newman and George C. Scott, what'd you guys have?
2: I'll get us started with this one. Uh, We believe that is The Hustler.
3: Yeah, one of my favorite uh, Paul Newman movies. Uh, we also went with The Hustler.
0: The Hustler is correct. All right. How about number two, 1976, Walter Matthau and Tatum O'Neill? Uh, we went with the last uh, football season
2: Chicago team, and that is the Bad News Bears.
5: Yeah, uh, one of my favorite children's movies, we said the Bad News Bears.
0: Both themes are correct. It is the Bad News Bears. What was that called? The Double, double, double doink. doink. Double Doink.
5: That was three years ago? No, two wasn't.
0: Two years ago? No, no. Uh, two years ago. Two, two years, years ago. ago. Yeah. All right. Number three, 1988. Susan Sarandon and Tim Robbins. Uh, we, I was
6: one of the two or three that I was 100% on, and we went with Bull Durham.
3: Yep. Uh, it's not uh, Field of Dreams or For Love of the Game. It's the third Kevin Costner baseball movie. We went Bull Durham.
0: Hey, really, the only Kevin Costner baseball movie you really need to see. Uh, the answer is Bull Durham. Hot take. <laughs> number four 1990 Robert Duvall and Nicole Kidman
2: yeah unfortunately uh, Michael Rooker has not won his Oscar yet uh, but uh, we went with days of thunder
3: yep uh, the saga of cold trickle uh, and mellow yellow we went days of thunder
0: once again both teams are correct the answer is days of thunder number five 1992 uh, I'm sure this one was a real difficult one for you guys Tom Hanks and Gina Davis So Josh, you know
6: never to ask me a League of Their Own question. Um, It's my favorite baseball movie. Um, So we went with
0: League of Their Own.
5: Um, I heard there is no crying in baseball, but Neil has told me that it's okay if I cry while podcasting. We said a League of Their Own.
0: Once again, both teams are correct. It's a League of Their Own. Uh, Number six, we have 1999, Al Pacino and Jamie Foxx.
2: And we believe this one is Any Given Sunday, which we briefly mentioned earlier
0: inch
3: by inch yeah uh we also want any given sunday
0: again both teams are correct it is any given sunday number seven seemed to give you guys a little bit of uh, a little bit of time that you had to think about we'll see if you got the right answer 2001 john Voigt and jamie fox
2: yeah despite um doing pretty good on this round we did have to think about quite a few of these and this one was by far the worst so eric you want to take it
6: yeah, we you know Varsity Blues crossed my mind because of Voight, but then uh, I knew he was in a boxing movie, and I was just trying to figure out which boxing movie, and we went with Ali.
0: Yeah, uh, we also think it's Ali. Well, John Voight was Howard Cosell in the movie Ali.
3: I remembered they both had smaller parts because I was thinking initially that Jamie Foxx was the lead, and I was like, I can't think of another sports movie he's in. But then when I thought of them as supporting characters, that's when it came. Is he another boxer in the movie or? I can't even remember. I just know he has a small part. I, okay. I, I got it from the John Voight thing, too. Do you
5: uh, happen to have a Howard Cosell impression, Neil?
3: Oh, my God. Look at these podcasters going strong mile after mile. not, That's bad. not bad. I like it. Yeah, I it got stronger as he went on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the more nonsense I can talk, the stronger the impression mm-hmm.
0: gets. Uh, number eight, 2003, Jeff Bridges and Chris Cooper. So uh, this one's one of the ones I knew. Um, big horse racing fan, apparently.
6: Um, I don't know how I knew this, but we went with Seabiscuit.
5: Yeah, Neil uh, kept going. I see him in this, like, newsboy cap, and it's like the 1920s, and he couldn't pull it, couldn't pull it, and we were just about to sit down, and he went, oh, Seabiscuit. And then you thought about Spider-Man.
3: I did. I said, I said, "Is it? it's not Spider-Man, but, yeah, and I just thought of my safe words. So, yeah, we want Seabiscuit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Once again, you guys are spot on. The answer is Seabiscuit. Biscuit. Uh number nine, two thousand five, Russell Crowe and Renee Zellweger.
2: Yep. Uh this one is one of my favorite sports movies, despite its kind of historical inaccuracies. But uh well, it's Cinderella Man.
3: Yep. Uh knew it was one that Ken is fond of, and we also went Cinderella Man.
0: All right. You guys are keeping it up. The correct answer is Cinderella Man. Neil, you couldn't Let's even see.
2: beat my grandmother right now. <laughs> Teeth in or out. I, lo- I love oh, Paul No G- chance,
0: no chance. I love Paul Giamatti in there. All right, let's see if both teams can run the swing round with 2011 Brad Pitt and Philip Seymour Hoffman. Um, I didn't, I've never seen this
6: movie. Um, I just knew it was a sports movie with Brad Pitt, late, you know, early 2010s. Um, we went with Moneyball.
3: Uh, we said the metrics are pointing us towards Moneyball, so that's what we went with.
0: Well, both teams with a clean sweep of the swing round, the answer is Moneyball. Well done. All right. Well,
4: after that swing round, uh, 50 points for both teams. So a lot of points, but not much changing. It's 110 for Neil and Jeff and 120 for Ken and Eric.
0: All right. Well, let's move on to round two. Question 11. The category is, is your whole life sports? Which major league baseball pitcher who is tied with Cap Anson played for 27 seasons, the most in the four major U.S. sports?
3: Jeff uh, wrote down an answer that uh, pushed me in a different direction, but I think it's the correct one, so we're going to lock in.
0: I know it's 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 got to be, it
6: can't be, like, obscure because um, we're not, you know, all sports people.
1: Yeah.
6: Um, so that pushes me towards, uh, um, I know Ricky Henderson played a lot, but I don't think he hit 27, so I'm, my gut would be Nolan Ryan. Okay. I know he played forever.
2: All right, we're going with uh, the Occam's Razor answer on this one and saying Nolan Ryan.
3: Yeah, um, we wrote down a few names. One
2: was the uh,
3: the person who put a nice beating on Robin Ventura, Nolan Ryan. Uh, we wrote uh, Oral Hersheiser. Hershizer. <laughs> I couldn't say his name. And now Oral Hirshiger. Um But Jeff wrote down an answer I thought was correct.
0: Um, we locked in with Cy Young. Well, one team will be getting points. Um, it couldn't be Ricky Henderson because I don't recall him being a Major League Baseball pitcher. Well, Eric, just want to point yeah, that I, out. Yeah, uh, the correct answer is Nolan Ryan. Ooh, sorry about that, Neil. No, that's all right. Question 12. Speaking of the number 27, Mike Trout, who wears number 27 for the Los Angeles Angels, uh, is considered by some sabermetric nerds to be the greatest baseball player in Major League Baseball history. Some metallurgical nerds probably think. That what element with the atomic number twenty-seven is the greatest of all time for its use in lithium-ion batteries?
3: Whichever one I'm going to let you pick, but I it, actually like your answer. If I get this right, it'll be the greatest day in the history of my life. <laughs>
5: <laughs> well, we're going to go with your answer.
2: Okay, we're, we're going to lock in.
6: I'm I'm lost with atomic numbers. Um, yeah, I
2: can't place it like on the chart. I'm not I'm not good with it, identifying an element by number. I know I know a bit about element trivia but i'm not good with with the numbers
6: first i mean ones i wrote down were cobalt and neon um but that's where i ran out
2: neon is not i think he asked for a metal
6: so cobalt iron i mean i doubt they're putting iron in lights so cobalt maybe
2: isn't magnesium a metal though trying to think about battery commercials what they might say
6: once he said battery other than lithium ion i just think uh, it was though nickel um well, they often Cadium say
2: alkaline alkali battery, you know, let's say magnesium. Sounds good. Speaking of metals, shout out to a band
3: from LA Entry for uh, following us. Thank you, Sarah. Oh, yeah. Uh, lead singer. You guys are awesome uh, and hopefully have you on a battle of the band show. Yeah, there you go. Um, but uh, so Jeff was trying to think of some elements. I have no idea if this is right. It's probably completely wrong. I got it to it from uh, not the element, but uh, from commercials, of course. Um, and I just said copper because Duracell batteries have copper on the top. So that's what I said.
0: Well, unfortunately, no points will be awarded for this question. Ooh. However, Eric, if you'd gone with your gut with cobalt, you would have been
5: correct.
0: Wow. As soon as, sorry. As
5: soon as he said cobalt, I was like, oh, that's
6: it. Wow. I'm sorry, and, Eric. Yeah, uh, whatever. I didn't and think yes, it was cobalt a Cobalt is well. a hard,
0: lustrous, bluish-gray metal.
4: Mm.
0: All right. Question 13. Speaking of cobalt. Cobalt blue is the secondary color for two MLS teams. It is also the official logo color of what video game company who also colored their mascot to match?
4: I think I know this one, but I just want to run it by you.
0: Yeah, I think I have an idea.
4: I believe this mascot's responsible for an accident I was in once. I'm looking
0: forward to hearing that story.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We will lock it in. All right. So my initial impression right away when I think of blue video game logos and mascots, I think of Sega and Sonic.
6: That's exactly where I went.
2: Okay. So we don't need to think too hard about this, right?
6: No, that's got to be it.
2: All right.
4: Well, yeah. I mean, if it is Sonic, there is a huge billboard and it had Jim Carrey's face. Like, and I could not stop looking at it It was because it was so ugly and it was so big. And the person in front of me slammed on their brakes, and I kind of rear-ended them. And I was like, "Oh, and it's Jim Carrey's phone. So
3: now you're actually an LA uh, resident that you've gotten to a fender bender. So uh, yeah. yeah, I Sega makes so much sense. I should have went there. That's the easy answer. Uh, but I was thinking of like World of Warcraft, those type of games. And Jeff wrote down Blizzard, which I thought it was. So
0: we went Blizzard. One team will be getting points. The correct answer is Sega. All right, moving on to question 14. Speaking of MLS teams, Minnesota United FC has a nickname that is also the state bird of Minnesota. What is it?
4: It's my mom's favorite bird. Doesn't mean anything. To but...
2: eat or? <laughs> yes, to eat.
5: <laughs> okay, you want to go with that? Sure, I mean, I, I've got no idea today.
4: I don't
3: either. We're locking. It.
4: <laughs> That's the wildcat theory. Yeah. <laughs>
3: It's
6: up north um, with all the the water and stuff. It's it's very similar to to the area I'm in up in Canada. Uh Um, And loons are very, very Mm. prevalent up there. Um, And I want to say I've heard a soccer team referred to as the loons before. Oh,
2: I like that. That's a good answer.
3: Uh, Yeah, we weren't sure. We just knew that there's a lot of cardinals everywhere in the United States. As far as uh, state birds. we just tried to play the odds. So that's what we went with
0: well once again only one team will be getting points the correct answer is the loons nice nicely done
2: man we're getting over four man we're just getting beat here i wish i could be more useful in this game
0: (laughs) well it's common if you're a teammate of eric's that you just feel inadequate uh, when he has all the answers so uh, that's that's a common feeling for a lot of us
2: i I don't only feel inadequate around eric though i i usually feel (laughs) inadequate just in any situation.
5: Yes. That's the title of Ken's sex tape. <laughs>
2: Just inadequate.
6: Listen, Matt was on our podcast. He came
4: on and he beat me. Wow. So That is, true. That. That is I, true. I was also with Dan Lundberg,
0: so <laughs> that helped. Okay, moving on to question 15. Speaking of loons, the Great Lake Loons are the Class A affiliate for the Los Angeles Dodgers. Within five percent, how much of the world's surface freshwater is contained in the Great Lakes?
2: We will lock in. Okay, I'm thinking somewhere in the twenty-five to thirty range.
0: That's
6: what I thought too, but then when you when I thought about it, how many other large freshwater
2: Yeah. Especially even some of the like seas that are considered lakes are yeah. fresh sometimes freshwater, I think. So you want to go so a little I'm thinking, higher? Like 30, I mean, maybe 35,
5: 35 30, 35. I'd be good with 35. Um, if memory serves, most of the fresh water is actually contained in glaciers, like 80% or something like that. So we guessed really low. We think it might only be like a couple percent. So we said 5%.
0: Well, no points are going to be awarded. One team was too high. The other team was Too low. The correct answer is twenty-one percent. So sixteen to twenty-six would have been accepted.
4: Okay. Uh, All right. After five questions in the second round, not going so well for Neil and Jeff. uh, Not adding any points. Still at one ten. Ken and Eric got three of those right, so they're up to one fifty, creating some space between the two teams. Let's see how it plays out.
2: Trying to social distance, you know.
0: Question 16. Speaking of the Los Angeles Dodgers, in 1946, the Los Angeles Dodgers broke the color barrier by signing Jackie Robinson to the team. What actor portrayed Jackie Robinson in the 2013 movie 42? Uh, we can lock in. Chad Chadwick
2: Bosman? Chadwick Boseman.
0: The I think Black so. Panther guy, I right?
2: Think so Chadwick Boseman's definitely Black Panther. And I think it was him. Um so if you know it was the Black Panther guy, then
6: I don't. I don't know. That's I've. I've not seen either movie. Well, so. we
2: both. We both said Chadwick Boseman. So I think. I think we'll. We'll go with that. Yeah. Yep. I like I, it.
3: Jeff. I, uh, now I'm not so sure. I think it was the actor who played, Thurgood Marshall, and I think he played James Brown in another biopic, and then in this biopic, I think he played Jackie Robinson. I think it's Chadwick Boseman.
0: Yeah. Both teams getting points. The correct answer is Chadwick Boseman.
2: Yeah, I forgot. I. Sometimes forget he was in all those projects before he really got big and famous from uh,
0: Marvel, but...
3: Yeah, he was doing a lot of biopic movies. Yeah. Or biopic, however you want to say it. Some people get angry.
0: Whatever. I'm good either way. Question 17. Speaking of 42. In 1942, the Rose Bowl was moved to Durham, North Carolina due to fears about an attack by the Japanese on the West Coast of the U.S. following the attack on Pearl Harbor. However, in the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, 42 is the answer to the ultimate question of what?
2: Do you need the exact
0: phrasing? I would presume Yes, so. this would be needing the exact phrasing.
4: Okay. I, I kind mm, of know it. You get this question wrong again?
0: That's what I was
3: thinking. I, I think that's right. I don't know if it's exactly right, but yeah. Okay. We'll lock it over here.
2: So I'm just trying to get the um, correct phrasing on it, but it's basically the meaning of life and everything basically
6: i have nothing to give you Uh, on that one it's again (laughs) the (laughs) the meaning of of life
2: something and everything we'll go with the meaning of life and everything
3: and jeff you wrote down an answer that i think is right i'm not sure if it's exact but what do you have
5: uh we think it's uh is it life the universe and everything
0: that's what yeah that's what i like one team will be getting points the correct answer is life the universe and everything
2: yeah, I thought
0: I was missing something there. Moving on to question 18. Speaking of Durham, Durham, North Carolina is home to the Duke Blue Devils. What is the name of the current commissioner of the NBA who is a Duke alumnus?
2: We can lock this one in. It's
6: it's Adam Silver.
2: Yeah, actually, I think I knew that Silver was in the name, so Adam Silver. Yeah, unless you're living in a bubble... Oh, Uh, can he do
3: it again? Um, Yeah, we went with Adam Silver.
0: (laughs) Both teams getting points. The correct answer is Adam Silver. Moving on to question 19. Speaking of silver, the Las Vegas Raiders' official colors are black and silver. How many times have the Raiders moved, causing them to change their city name?
6: Ken, we can lock in so they can talk it out.
5: Okay, so working backwards, we know they're in Las Vegas.
3: So they're in Las Vegas, they right? They were in Oakland, right? so that's one move.
5: Before that, they were in LA at the same time as the Rams in the 90s.
3: Yeah, they were the Los Angeles Raiders. Yeah. Okay, so if that's true, then they are in the 90s. That means when Madden won with them, I think they were then would have been in Oakland again. Okay. So maybe they were Oakland to Los Angeles, Los uh, Angeles to Oakland, to Oakland, and then Oakland to Las Vegas. Okay. So that's three moves, right?
5: If that's correct,
3: yeah. Okay, and I, can't, I don't know if they were in another city before Oakland when they first started. But, yeah, let's just go. We'll go three moves total.
6: Okay. So I, they started in Oakland, went to L.A. for bulk of, what, eighty, almost all the 80s and, and in the early 90s, then moved back um, to Oakland until they just moved to Las Vegas. So that would be one. They've moved. Oh, so I'm, I'm sorry, but I have three, I think, if that's correct. So that's one, two, and then three. Three.
0: Both teams are correct. They have moved three times. All right, moving on to question 20. Speaking of the number three, many old school baseball nerds think that the man who wore number three for the New York Yankees is the greatest baseball player in Major League Baseball history.
3: Who is he? We're pretty sure we know over here. We're going to lock in. Cool.
6: It's uh, It has to be Babe Ruth, right? Number three, Yankees. That's, that's fine with me. When I close my eyes and look at it, it's three, so I, I'm... Pretty sure that's three. I'm
3: happy three. with that. Sure. Yeah, I kind of went through the numbers. Uh, Mantle, seven, I believe. Roger Maris, number nine. Can't remember what Yogi Berra is, but I don't think it's uh, three. What about LARP and Lou? Not, I don't think it's LARP and Lou, but I I believe that leaves us with Babe Ruth. So that's what we went
0: with. And the correct answer is Jorman Babe Ruth. Nice. Good job, guys
3: now uh just a quick little story here uh, when i was younger uh, it was uh, like in july and um, we were trying to play baseball with all of our friends but we were having a lot of trouble because a lot of the kids couldn't get out of the house uh, due to summer school a couple of my friends were uh, troublemakers but uh, one summer there was a, a fourth of july celebration we had like a block party um, and um, i had this weird dream where babe ruth came out of my closet and he gave me like a really good talking to about how to you know be a good team player and good friend and I just went out there and we played and I just did the best I could and
2: So so you know I've been shaking my head since he started, <laughs> since he uttered his first syllable. I knew where he was going with this. <laughs> um,
3: but anyway, Hercules ended up being a great friend.
2: What is it? Heroes get remembered, but legends never die.
3: Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
5: And uh Yogi Bear was number 8 by the way.
3: So...
2: Oh, okay. So there there you go. Well, we're all going to be forgotten, so <laughs> it's, all, it's all good. <laughs> the future ain't what it used to be, Ken. That's right.
4: Yeah, well, uh, both teams had a pretty good second half of that round. Um Neil and Jeff uh, getting the last five correct. It looks like getting their score up to 160. Ken and Eric only missing one. So their score is 190. Very high scoring going into the final.
3: And uh, before we throw that to you, Josh, uh, Jeff, um, we have two Patreon supporters here with us today, and we very much appreciate their support. Um, But uh, for other people who'd like to join them and, and help out the show, how can they do that?
5: Uh, it's very easy. If you're interested in supporting the show on a monthly basis financially, just go to patreon.com slash Podcast. We just rebranded all of our perks over there. We've got something at every level for everyone, depending on whether you want bonus episodes, posters, you name it. There's a lot of great perks over there, and it really helps out the show. So again, patreon.com slash Podcast. Check it out.
3: And Eric, uh, speaking of you, I am filling your uh, character box as we speak, and it will be coming pretty soon. So get ready for some hijinks inside that box, and uh, just uh, be prepared. Have a weapon and uh, a week's (laughs) supply of water. It's a puzzle box.
6: All right. Yeah. I'm good with that. (laughs) Awesome.
0: All right. Your categories for the final round are Category 1 is Bears. Category 2, Bulls. Category 3, Cubs. Cubs. Category 4, Fire. Category 5, Sky.
2: Oh, man, my heart just broke. Because you were really hoping the White Sox would be on there? Yeah, that's right. There (laughs) was a glaring omission. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's okay,
0: though. All right, so all the wagers are locked in, so let's get those questions. Okay, question one in the category of Bears. Scottie Pippen was a Bear when he played for what university? Question two, in the category of bulls. While everyone is familiar with the running of the bulls in Pamplona, Spain, most people are unaware that the small village of Hammond, Wisconsin, hosted the running of what camelids for 20 years from 1996 to 2016? Question three, in the category of cubs. Before winning the World Series in 2016, what was the last year the Chicago Cubs competed in a World Series? Question four in the category of fire. What sporting event was impacted by a smoke haze caused by bushfires in January of 2020? Category five in the category of sky. What extreme sport, invented by two French skydivers, was a part of the ESPN X Games from 1995 to 2000?
3: We're going to take a look at these. We'll be right back.
2: All right, before we get back to the game, just really quick, wanted to mention that we are altering our Patreon just a little bit and wanted to go over some of those uh New perks and uh, levels.
3: Yeah, the new levels uh, have new names because they're new. And uh, if you're at the $1 level now, you're going to be at the Not a Robot level.
2: All right, the $5 level is now going to be the
3: Oakland Five. In honor of Liz Hudson. Uh, if you're at the $10 level, you're going to be what we call a savage superstar. If you bump it up to 20 you are a
2: rules guy impersonator. And at our $50 level, you are a Dutch enthusiast. And now here's where it gets a little different. Uh, we added a $75 level, and you will be the cream of the crop.
3: And our final level, our brand new level, is called the Executive Producer Level. If you'd like to know what all of these tiers include, you can go to patreon.com trivialitypodcast and see what the perks are and uh, how you can support our show.
2: And if you're already a supporter at a level that has been changed, you can stay at that level and uh, maintain your current perks. Uh, nothing will be changed, um, but if you wanted to... Some stuff has been added, though. Yeah, there you go. So uh, you can only go up from here, and uh, please enjoy these new levels, and check out the artwork by my friend Harley Fazekas over at the Modern Electric Tattoo Shop. Patreon.com slash Triviality
3: Podcast. Right back to the game. That's the IGN Daily Update, wherever you get your podcasts.
4: All right, both teams are locked in, so take it away.
0: Okay, question one in the category of Bears. Scotty Pippen was a Bear when he played for what university?
6: So um, we uh, talked about it for a minute, and I remember this from the last dance being on recently on ESPN. Uh, We went with Central Arkansas.
3: The only reason we knew this one was uh, from the last dance. We also said Central Arkansas.
2: And by the way, both teams put all their chips in in this final round. So it's going to be 30 points per question for both teams.
0: Well, both teams will be getting 30 points. The answer is University of Central Arkansas. Nice. Question two in the category of Bulls. While everyone is familiar with the running of the bulls in Pamplona, Spain, most people are unaware that the small village of Hammond, Wisconsin, hosted the running of what camelids for 20 years from 1996 to
2: 2016. All right, we'll start here. Um, Eric had said that in that region of the country, which uh, Josh insistently said was a totally different place, but he said there was a lot of alpaca farming. So we went with the running of the llamas.
5: Yep, um, we knew that camelids were like camels, llamas, alpacas. We guessed
0: llamas. Well, both teams picked the correct camelid. The answer is the running of the llamas. I'm getting uh, nervous i attended now, that uh, that running of the llamas for a couple of years. It's really quite entertaining. Uh, if you you can't go see it now, but uh, you know if you can just picture. The first year they did it, they actually let the llamas loose and they they just ran through the downtown and they got into everything. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So starting in the second year, they actually had uh, people with leashes running along with the camels to keep them on the street. So as not to create any chaos. Question three in the category of Cubs. Before winning the World Series in 2016, what was the last year the Chicago Cubs competed in a World Series?
2: Yeah, we had the year that the last time they won, we didn't know if they had competed in another World Series since, but uh, the best we could do is just name the year that they won last, and that was, Eric? Uh,
6: 1908. This is
5: a number that came up a lot in 2016, and um, I'm pretty sure this was about the last time the Indians won two. Um, the number stuck out in my head. It was 1945.
0: One team will be getting points. The correct answer is 1945.
4: And they wouldn't let the Billy Goat in, and then they never went back. And that's what happened. True story.
0: Cubs lost to the Detroit Tigers in seven games. Um, Technically, they, uh, they played in, in the
6: Rookie of the Year movie. So does that yeah. count?
0: They actually went, it looks like, to seven World Series uh, after 1908. Um, mm mm-hmm. And lost them all until 2016. Okay. All right. Moving on to question four in the category of fire. What sporting event was impacted by a smoke haze caused by bushfires in January of 2020?
2: Well, as far as I could take this one was that the bushfires were happening in Australia. And uh, Eric kind of finished it off by saying maybe it's the Australian Open. We knew that uh, bushfire
3: meant Australia, and uh, we knew it wasn't Australian football, as uh, they're playing right now. Jeff wrote down F1, but we thought it was tennis, meaning that it would be the Australian Open, so that's what we locked in.
0: Both teams getting their points. The correct answer is the Australian Open, one of the Grand Slam tennis tournaments.
2: All right, so right now, uh, the uh, other team has actually taken the lead due to that one missed question,
0: so it's all going to come down to this. Question five in the category of sky. What extreme sport invented by two French skydivers was part of the ESPN X games from 1995 to 2000?
3: Uh, You could take it, Jeff. This one we had a lot of trouble with. Yeah. I think I know the
5: two French skydivers for other reasons. Personally? Yes, personally. They are friends of mine. Uh, Jacques and uh, Jean, but no. Jean-Claude. Jean-Claude, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Although, isn't he Belgian? um but you know we could be french and be named
2: jean-claude
5: we just we didn't know but i know there is like really cool stuff you can do with like parachutes and when you do skydiving and so we figured it was some kind of like extreme parachuting
2: yeah we thought about base jumping um parkour and some other things but uh, we ended up saying sky surfing thinking about that one scene in power rangers the movie
0: One team will be getting their points. The correct answer is Sky Surfing. Well done, sir.
4: Well, on that final question, we had a swing. It was 280 to 250 going into it with Neil and Jeff in the lead. But after getting that one wrong, bringing them to 250 and Ken and Eric getting it correct, they are today's cream of the crop with 280 points.
6: The cream will rise to the top, oh
2: yeah. Good job, Eric.
6: Nice work. Barely yeah, snuck I that one I, out. I wanted, to, I wanted to switch over to Alpaca, but Llamas, that worked. All right. right.
3: What a close game. Very yeah. exciting at good the end. Job. It's just like a, a good sporting event, uh, speaking of uh, of the bench warmers. So,
2: Yeah. good end. Well, we certainly appreciate these two gentlemen joining us, Eric and Josh. Any final statements today, Eric?
6: Oh, no, thanks for having us on. Um, Josh, it was a great game. I was, like I said, I was a little worried about your, uh, your pop culture references, and you know your questions were, you know, had me going every every which way. Um, but no, again, all you guys uh, triviality, thanks for having us on. Um, we appreciate all the support you guys gave us in the beginning, and uh, it's definitely helped us out.
2: Yeah, no problem, guys. Uh, thank you, Josh. Any final statements?
0: Um, yeah, well, I was glad that you guys didn't get like all the questions right. It, it was nice that uh, I wrote a game that at least was a little challenging at times. Um, definitely I love your guys' podcast. Thanks for having us on. Um, like Eric said, it's uh, we appreciate the support you've given us, helping us as we're uh, starting off in this podcasting venture. So if anybody wants to check us out, we are the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Uh, episode 22 uh, dropped this morning, so there's plenty uh, that people can listen to. Um, you don't have to be a huge fan of sports to know, you know, a good chunk of the trivia we have, um, and you can learn some new stuff for those trivia players who are looking to bone up on their sports. Check us out.
2: Yeah, thank you both uh, for joining us today. Make sure you check out uh, the Benchwarmers Podcast for any trivia, sports trivia enthusiasts. And uh, for Jeff, Neil, Matt, Eric, Josh, I am Ken, and that was triviality. And now I'll have that uh, that song stuck in my head that's in all the movies.
4: <laughs> Which one?
2: <laughs> the 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 this will destroy you. Oh, yeah, post rock song.
4: Uh, yeah. Yeah. Imagine Dragons. No,
3: Radioactive.
4: No, <laughs> no. <laughs>
3: Matt loves
2: Imagine Dragons. I was just thinking about it, I guess. How disruptive <laughs> would that be in the movie Moneyball? <laughs>
3: Whoa,
5: oh, Radioactive.
3: Oh, my God. Brad Pitt's eating, like, some sort of uh, almond uh, mix, and he's... he's saying a really serious scene. All of a sudden, you hear, um, Welcome to the new age. <laughs> he's I'm... eating a
4: bar of uranium. <laughs> just, just Matt Stairs lifting weights. It's terrible. <laughs>